podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hey guys, welcome back to Anfield Index Pro. Um, it's me again. I'm back with part two. I'm sure you all listened to um, the Ticketing podcast with Dave Davis. Um, really, really insightful stuff. I wanted to get this guest on as well so we can all have a little chit chat together. But you know how it's like adulting, you know, times... Uh, time is precious. People are really, really busy. But you know what? I'm back with a part two and A up. I get to do another podcast. So it's a win-win. But you know what? The biggest win is for you guys because I have another excellent guest for you guys. Um, it's a guy that needs no introduction, but you know, we're going to give him one all the same. He's the most lovable guy on Anfield Index, the most helpful. Everyone loves him. Everyone respects him. And we all call him Baji, uh, known as Harinder Singh. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me on. It is absolutely wonderful to have you on, Harinda. I know we've been like fighting to get you on. I was even willing to wake up at five in the morning if you were free at that time to do this podcast. Just that's how important you are to us. And your knowledge is absolutely crucial. So you know what, Harinda, um, you got the gist of what this podcast is about. And, you know, we've had a little chat before we jumped on the mics about the whole ticketing situation. So, you know what, um, obviously you've, you've heard what um, Dave had to say on, on the whole situation and many people really, really, really enjoyed his insights. So, um, you know, again, I want to get your thoughts on this. What are your initial thoughts on, you know, the, the change? I mean, basically you have a lot more knowledge than what I do. Um, so um, do you want to just let people yeah, know I about su- it? <laughs> I suppose in the worst way possible it makes me semi-ITK right um because I sit on the ticketing forum mm-hmm. so uh, originally it was on ticket there was two forums there used to be the ticket allocation forum and the ticket pricing forum I used to sit in the ticket pricing forum and just before COVID or during COVID-ish they kind of amalgamated the two together so I've been privy to the meetings around ticketing and everything else. Can I just else ask you how long around. have you been? How how long have you been on this board? Since it, so there's not a board, it's a forum. Um, Sorry, that's it. So the the presentish kind of version of the ticketing forum kind of started around the sixteen seventeen mark. So it started around the um, middle of November twenty seventeen. Okay. Cool. So yeah, so the season Mo Salah was playing for us. And the first meeting was a very, very bad and drab uh, draw with a, with West Bromwich in December so, of 2017 or around then. It was, it was just terrible as a match, as a spectacle. Meeting wasn't too bad, though, but the match was shit. Um, so it's coming up to five years now or so, having part and parcel of this. Um, in respect to my thoughts on the new scheme, um, it will level the playing field, but we won't see that leveling now so this season 22 23 isn't where we're going to see 
any kind of leveling of a playing field or things getting easier for fans. The biggest problem with the member scheme is the number of memberships don't get they're not stopped right memberships are still sold with this golden promise and lots of glitzy kind of cop images of people going to matches and getting to ticketing and seeing this and seeing that and you've got a chance etc etc your chance is atrocious if you're a brand new member let's face it mm-hmm. it really mm-hmm. is you know if you've never been to a match at Anfield and you join the ticketing um sorry if you become a member just on the hope of being able to get a ticket your hope is slim your hope is if you are on zero credits, your hope is slim. However, if you are on 13 plus credits, yeah, you have every, you're, you're guaranteed to go. Now, when this met, this version of selling bulk tickets twice a year started in the e, um, 11, 12 season, so Kenny's first full season with us, um, the first sales were shit, technically. Mm. Like it was really bad. People getting kicked out you know, they'll have all the tickets in their basket and all this kind of stuff and then getting kicked out. And then, you know, lots of like um, teething problems with ticketing. And there's always been teething problems with ticket sales. Yes. So this is so We've been here for 12-ish seasons, give or take, of, of people buying tickets this way. So over those years, you can imagine the first few seasons, people get their credits. People buy all 19. They buy all 19 home matches in the 11-12 season. They do the same in 12, 13, 13, 14, 14, 15, 15, 16, 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20. Not so much 2021 because they couldn't. 21, 22, carry on where they left off. 22, 23, they're carrying on where they left off. Yeah. That creates a problem because it means everybody new won't really get a look in, right? Because all the oldies on 13 plus from way back when Mm -hmm. are always going to be able to get what they want. Now, the demographics of that means that you've got a closed shop. doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. If you are a member on 13 plus credits, you are guaranteed to buy and guaranteed to be able to get your pick of matches no matter what happens. So if you're in that place, in that position, you're laughing, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have a monopoly on being able to get tickets for whatever match you want. It's tier-based as well, isn't it, for the members as well? Dave was kind of this, talking us through this it. This is irrespective of tiers right now. Oh, right, so okay. we're, saying, we're, talk, we're talking about people who've got 13 we're plus. So we're, not, we're on yeah, credits at the moment. Okay. And people seem to forget there wasn't this four thing in the middle. There used to be 13 and zero. Actually, it used to be the point whereby up until, I think, 1819 or maybe 1920, there were two bulk sales that people – so. The bulk sales that happened, there were two sales that everybody needed to attend. Oh, sorry, one sale that everyone needed to attend, no matter who you were, and one just for the 13 plus odd, which sold one, one set of matches, category A and B, and then there was the category C ones. Um, and that was painful as well, because if you can imagine, if you're a member on 13 plus and you've got all your credits, et cetera, et cetera, and you can only buy, uh, say, I don't know, seven matches in one sale, and you've got to buy the other two in the second sale, in the first sale, you qualify lots of people will be trying to go and getting on and buying and they don't really qualify but they're going to try anyway and then you'll have the aspect of the free-for-all as it was known the free-for-all sale which was atrocious right so then you had like 50 100,000 odd people trying to get onto um sorry 50 to 100,000 connections trying to go and buy tickets and bringing the whole system down mm. yeah and the tree it was just crashed because it just couldn't handle it and it couldn't take it, it was just like what the hell is going on here mm-hmm. you know so 
when you're in that position, it just looks a bit shit, really. So they changed it. They, they introduced this thing of people on 13 could buy all at once. And then there's this bit of the four plus credits and then the zero credits thing. So they kind of split the sales a little bit. So it's only recent. It's only a couple of seasons if that, that that happened. It wasn't there historically. So this whole middle grounding kind of thing wasn't really the way. It was you get or fight for it, basically. That was how it used to be. Now, how have we got here? So you can imagine, I said, I meant the whole thing around 13 plus credits, people buying. But people kept on buying and not attending. Mm. So when it was cards... You know, you can't really prove that a person with a card didn't attend unless you're monitoring that card actively. You know, and there used to be some instances whereby someone's card would be confiscated and taken away from them and all their credits taken away from them because the club had been monitoring a certain individual and then the individual would go onto Twitter and say, oh, you know, oh my God, this has happened to me, that's happened to me. And in some cases, they had legitimate arguments. And in some cases, they had no legitimate argument in respect to what they were doing because the club had sussed onto what they were doing, i.e. they were buying without the intention of going. Yeah. So there's less register that. Buying without the intention of going. That's what this is meant to try and cure. Now, if you're a lay person, you're on zero credits and you hear this, how do you feel? Like genuinely, if you're on zero credits, people are buying because they could, they can buy, but they're not intending to go. And you're on zero credits and you're desperate to go. How do you and feel not, now? I'm not only intending to go, I'm assuming... So touting tickets as well might be a factor in this yeah, as well, could you know? could yeah absolutely it's a factor um because people do it mm-hmm. people members was season ticket holders similar um touting is a dead simple thing so when they did the whole friends and sorry the the fan update process aka fan id which is what it was badly tagged as the first time around and everyone had to submit their details and prove who they are and all this kind of stuff it weeded out a lot of the uh, the double season ticket holders and also allowed people during an amnesty to reallocate the season ticket to the rightful holder, so to speak, in inverted commas. Um, and also with members, where members had, you know, you had two members' cards or three members' cards all on the same name, all because you could buy, bulk buy, for so many seasons without any control checks. Yeah, so the club took, as said, took their time about it. They figured out all the kind of nonsense that was going on and they've tried to fix it year by year. Now, We've got to a point whereby this season, the whole thing around credits and how they transfer, they've been trying to do this for not just one season. They were trying to do this before COVID. It just never got implemented. And we never got to the point of being able to implement it because of COVID. Now that the flow of people coming in through matches has changed somewhat and it's kind of got, I suppose, back to normal, give or take. This was the first full season they could do it and they've, they've taken the opportunity to do it. Yeah. Now, there's lots of num. I suppose there's only one shit metric out there, right? It says during the 2022 season, 2122 on average, 53% of official member tickets were avail- that were available were transferred every game. And 81, 81% of tickets purchased in late sale availabilities. And remember, they have to keep a certain percentage, I think it's either 5% or 10%. I can't remember what it is. It's a, there's a percentage of tickets that they have to hold back for that late availability. Um, including local member sales and nine pound local sales were transferred every single game. Now, when they got to the halfway markish plus around February, March time, those stats looked like this. Yeah. Nearly 
nearly. I'm not going to give the exact numbers because uh, I don't want to get into trouble for things mm-hmm. that are internalized and they haven't been shared as general metrics. I don't know why they've not been shared. I wish they would be. But nearly 20,000 general admission tickets were getting distributed to other supporters every single match. Wow. Let me say that to you one more time. Nearly 20,000. It's not exactly 20,000, by the way. It's a little bit below that. But I'm not going to give the exact number. I don't want to get into trouble or anything. And nearly 40, 50% of them were being forwarded on a game-by-game basis. Whoa. That's some context right there why the club had to move the way Let's put it now. Let's make it even easier. People then go about season ticket holders versus members and season ticket holders do this, season ticket holders do that. Historically, there was an argument of ST season tickets being given and cut, being shared and too many being shared and all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, from what was going on previously, sorry, in respect to those metrics, it's about an average of 8,000 season ticket holders a game. 1,100 of them had forwarded their season tickets over in every game. And of the members, yeah, there was about nearly 10,000 or so that were being transferred all the time. Then you had 50% of members transferring at least once as per the metrics. But there was a lot of members on full credits Full credits, that mean they were all 19 from so many seasons, et cetera, et cetera, that weren't going to a single game. So that means you've got somebody on 19. So the all the people on zero credits and full credits, this is the bit where your, your ears will prick up. You have people on full credits who have not been to a single game, and every single game they have transferred their ticket. Every single game transferred. That's horrendous. Now do you see why this has been important? Mm-hmm. When you hear that, you know, that, that that's quite galling, right? Mm-hmm. And people do it. People do it. Yeah. Last, sure. You know, like, obviously, I'm trying to understand this, right? So I'm thinking, like, why would you hoard like that? Like, if you've got no intention to go, because I'm thinking from, like, a personal FOMO. perspective. It's, re- it, yep, it's real simple. It's FOMO. So... You've got the schemers that came out in eleven twelve, right? So you signed up a scheme in eleven twelve. You might have been a member or what was used to be known as an um, LFC supporter or fan ID number and fan card thingy. That, the fan card system has been there for quite a long time, actually. And a fan number, like people, some of them go into the number of thousands or prior to that um, as a starting point. So that's been there for time memorial. And people buy because of the fear of missing out. So this whole system has generated, a, um, I suppose, a, a, a membership mongering. scheme that, well, it's not, I, don't, I don't think fear mongering is the right phraseology here. It's a case of whereby you don't know where you're not going to be able to, or when the system is going to change. So you just keep on buying. Okay. So you just keep on buying because you, you're at 19. You're going to go, I'm going to want to stay at 19. I'm going to stay at 19. I've just got to buy 19 because 13 could become 14. 14 could become 15. Yeah. Nobody knows. So they just kept on buying, kept on buying, kept on buying, kept on buying because they just didn't know when to stop or how to stop. Then you also have the people who tout, who then saw the opportunity whereby because they had members cards and from 11, 12 or 12, 13, they saw the flaw in the system and exposed it massively. 
because you could have had multiple member cards. Yes. Yeah. Just buy every single ticket and tout every single ticket. You just have to collect a card at the end of the match, right? Give a card at the beginning, collect a card at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just kept on doing it. And then last season, the whole thing with friends and family. Now, friends and family, when it kicked in, um, there was a list of 20. They've been trying to have friends and family for quite a few seasons before this to try and restrict the ticket flow. I.e., who do you give it to? To prevent sort of like, you know, just randomly giving tickets and, pre- and preventing touts from randomly giving tickets to any person off the street at any price they want to. Yeah. Now, it's originally was going to be six or eight people. Six or eight. It wasn't meant to be a lot of people, by the way. Six or eight. Then it, during the COVID period or prior to sort of like last season's dying, they made it 20 or something like that, I think it was. Yeah, now they made it unlimited. And the reason why they made it unlimited isn't so much around um, being able to give it to whoever. It's more a case whereby there's lots of people who have lots of friends, if you, especially in the members area, where you're buy on behalf of somebody else. Now, that's not saying that you're buying and bypassing people. Yeah, it's more a case whereby you're, um, you're, you're, you're sort of helping somebody who already qualifies who just can't attend that sale for whatever reason because work and life gets in the way. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the kind of thing. And there are some people who have more than 20 friends. And the reason for that is because if you think about people who qualify for going to like Europe or certain away matches where you can buy eight or 10 tickets, I can never remember the limit, um, together, the people who can go vary. So it just gives you that flexibility. So having it unlimited makes life a little bit more easier. Also, from unlimited friends and family, you know what? People who want to go, if they're your friends and you can't organize your life to the point of being listing down everybody you think or who's a mate with you who you may want to transfer your ticket to by the 5th of August this year, then that's not really the club's problem. But you should know by then who your mates are and who you are probably going to give a ticket to if you have the opportunity to give a ticket to anybody. What they're trying to do is eliminate randomness because the randomness is what allows tats to flourish. The ability to randomly give a ticket. That randomness was in abundance last year. Like, because it was email-based transfer, yeah, what could you do? The, the club did it because of COVID regulations and things changing um, and the possibility of a lockdown horizon, you know, always being on the horizon or regional lockdowns being on the horizon because of the, in- the, the level of information they got from the authorities, which is genuinely shit anyway, because most authorities want to be absolute pricks and make life painful for people. Um, and things would change because of our government being so stupid in general because of who they are and what they represent. Um, it would happen last minute. So they were protecting themselves. But in that protectionism, again, allowed touts to flourish because touts could say, you know, we'll charge whatever and email transfer and off we go. Yeah. So that system, that, that was always going to go away. It was, you know, I know the flexibility it gave people, but that flexibility was taking the piss out of. Like, do you remember the local tickets thing? So with the £9 general sale tickets, you know, £9 local tickets. Out of them, if you had 500 being available, over 60, 70% of them were being forwarded the people and, and, and you know and it didn't stop anybody from doing it so they were buying the tickets that were meant as, as a restricted sale for a restricted region and a restricted postcode and still being forwarded on to other people then what do you do then, then when you read it like that you're like oh, look you know what all the things that people put in as good things people pissed took the piss out of so the club have looked at it in quite a pragmatic sense and gone well look people are taking the piss yeah 
we need to stop people taking the piss, basically. How do we do that? This is the first wave of doing it. Now, they've only done it for Premier League games. So cup, so auto cup scheme type stuff, like FA Cup, Champions League and um, League Cup hasn't happened for there. And I thought that might have been the one place that they wanted to do it first because there's always the people who give their tickets away and give it to a single person who attends everything, does all the hard work of the sale, the registration, the the buying. And then you get the final. Yeah, and then when it comes to the final, you tell that person to fuck off, basically, and you attend yourself. How Tory. Mm. How Tory, right? So this is why, like, the new scheme now, obviously, I've spoken to Dave about this. Obviously, um, there's been a lot of angst on social media. So, you know, the, the friend now going, you know, the, the registered friends that go now, they get the credit and, uh, yep. you know, and they miss out. So, so there's been, it, yeah, there, there has been angst around that because of the whole, well, the season ticket holder doesn't get punished if they do anything. Yeah. Now, when this original thing was being thought out, I think they were trying to work out how they would manage season ticket holders and their non-attendance. So I don't think that that's going to stay like that forever. Do you think they'll get a shake-up as well? Oh, completely. Because okay. there are season ticket holders who probably do transfer every single match as well. Yeah, could right. you give us some stats um, yeah. at the beginning of the pod? Yes, yes. Yeah, so it does happen. Now, when you think about a season ticket, you buy the the right to attend every single match, but not the obligation. Just bear that. Let's, let's hear that out again. You're buying the right. If you think about it, you buy a season ticket. It's like you buy a season ticket for a train journey. Yeah, let's say you do a, like a, a monthly travel card or, you know, a season ticket for a year to go on any train that you want between, I don't know, X and Y. Yeah? You bought the right to go on the train. You didn't buy the obligation. It doesn't say that every single day you must go. Yeah. However, when you buy a season ticket, it's kind of complicit that you you are thinking about seriously going every single match because otherwise, why would you buy it? Yeah, why would you buy it? Just in general, when it comes to a season ticket, not talking specifically about Liverpool, but generally the concept of a season ticket. Now, with our season ticket holders, the the right side the other. Now, the problem about the credits is as follows: you have a member system where people are trying to reach a certain point which i understand but you have a saturation of that point already because of people who hold 19 credits but don't go to every single game so as you're trying to weed this out you can't increase that populate that that population so to speak because then you have an imbalance of what's considered um general attendance or the, the maximum figure they can hold without impacting season ticket and valid validity because then you just knock people out of the pool completely so nothing would change so I get why they've held it static. What happens in 23, 24? I don't know yet. Um, and I hope that, you know, it's considered in respect to they find a correct average, which says, you know, if you've attended X amount of games and you have these amount of credits, you can buy these games, you can buy these games and so on and so forth. You know, but there's nothing like that. No conversation piece like that's even taken place or been spoken about in the last two, three years. Yeah. So... Okay. that's something to bear in mind here now with the, the friends and family stuff yeah unlimited as i said is just it makes sense to me i said it was going to be much more restrictive it started up a six stroke eight it was then going to be then it turned to 20 which is great and now it's unlimited but you can't obviously if you think about it you could have an unlimited an unlimited list of people but you could if you were such an individual you could only still transfer your ticket 19 times to somebody or 19 different individuals. So you could have a list of 100 people, but you can still only give it to 19. 
because you can't give it to two people for one match, right? For a single credit, for a single um, ticket. But then also, if you're the kind of, if, if you are doing that, genuinely, if you think about the membership scheme, you may be okay, but then we're stopping people who really want to attend, who will not get, won't get a chance otherwise from attending. Yes, and the whole Sam, reason that you're keeping the credit is because you just want to be able to be the person who's in control. So you have your control in respect to what you have. So you want to have your cake and eat it. Liverpool are taking the cake back. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's, you know, like it's like in, in some degree, it's kind of like selfish. It's kind of like, um, you know, um, you were talking about, you know, the people with zero credits and how like, you know, how impossible it is for them to get, you know, a, a, a Premier League cool. game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I am perplexed at the club. They sell memberships, as I said, with a, a glossy image of how easy it will be to get tickets. And, you know, yeah, you'll be able to, uh, you know, have the opportunity. But the opportunity is a shit one. Yeah. It is. If you're on zero credits and you sign up for a membership and think that you're going to get a ticket really easily, how many Premier League matches go to general sale? Like whereby you need zero credits to attend. Hardly any. FA Cup, League Cup, yes, they do. League Cup definitely does. League Cup definitely does. Especially in the early rounds. Champions League? Fucking rare. So I can't yeah, think of forget one about going. it. Yeah, I said that. I can't think of one that's I don't think there is. Yeah. <laughs> away, sure. Champions League away was a different story. There was a couple back in 1718. Spartak Moscow rings a bell um, as one that went to all credits. Yeah, if you wanted to go, you could go. Had people gone to that one, and let's say if you were a member of the ACS for the Champions League and you did that one away match to Spartak Moscow, no matter how much of a pain in the ass it was, you would have qualified for a Champions League final ticket. Wow. Incentives. So the, incentives. Yeah, <laughs> incentives, but yes, it's not exactly easy to go to Moscow. No, around. not an easy incentive, but, <laughs> yeah, no. but try, try your luck. So I think so, um, you know, obviously, Really, really insightful stuff then. Really, really appreciate you giving us, you know, some, some kind of like very nearly, you know, stats. Obviously, nothing on the mark for obvious reasons. You know, you've got to protect, um, protect the data, so to speak. Um, I'm sure the club, I think it would make, I like the fact that the club did release some kind of stats and obviously they went through them. And, uh, you know, just to sort of give some context that like there's a reason why the club did this and there's method behind it. And obviously, like now what we're looking at here is, um, you know, I... I'm using you and obviously um, various things to read on, on, you know, on, on the subject like Spirit of Shankly and stuff. And obviously, um, Dave kind of gave this warning as well, saying that, you know, don't read things, make your own judgment, get both sides of things. And I think both, you know, I think Dave did an excellent job at sort of like weighing up the pros and cons and, you know, seeing both sides of it. You've come in here and you've kind of really, really given us some hard facts because initially when I read all this on like Thursday and Friday I was I was seeing a lot of angst on social media and you know fans getting really angry I saw the statement by Spirit of Shankly as well where I read some of their material um you know um so you know with regards to the fume on social media is this a case of like will this affect people and I asked Dave this as well and you'll probably know better but you know like would this affect more people who have got like multiple membership cards um ish so the whole multi-member thingy they try to weed a lot of that out with the fan update stuff from a few seasons back yes yeah now with existing members who are on 13 plus if you are buying with zero intention of going then yes it's going to impact you i'll say that again 
if you are a member who buys without the intention of going because you are getting it so you have the credit so that you have that warm fuzzy feeling in your stomach and inside you which goes you know what when I want to go I can go and this season yes next season no if you continue like I mean I've heard the whole thing about burner phones etc etc I don't know what the club are going to do about that I don't whether they have a, a, a trick up their sleeve or not to, to combat it, I just don't know. But then also I said, then think how many people are really going to get... If you're a tower, how often are you just going to give somebody a seven eight £800 phone? Or a cheaper version of a phone that works with NFC? I just don't know how they're going to operate it and what they would do. But I don't know what the club's combative, combative measures to that are going to be either, to be fair. There probably will be something, though, at some point. Because let's face it, you know, if it's something that people are going to exploit, then the whole thing is, is to try and stop the exploitation and make it easier for people to get on a level pegging field. Mm. And also, I, from speaking to Dave as well, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this as well. So, you know, with um, obviously they, they're going to try it this season and obviously you'll get more of a feel of who's been going and which friends have been going and they get the credit. So therefore, they have more of an increased chance of being more successful, you know, next season and seasons to come. And that's how I'm guessing it's going to go. Do you think then, because I spoke to Dave, like there's a big ship and a drop in terms of the tears? Do you think there's going to be more tears so it makes life easier for people and maybe a bit more of an easy? Um, I think so. There, there's, been, there's been no conversation um, in the forums or anything like that around what tears will look like unless there's something happening privately that I don't know about with, between other forums or between the spirit of Shankly and the club or other people I just don't know or I've not heard anything um, but I think it, that's where it's going towards so this whole thing about 13 plus will change and the whole thing around you know zero and four zero will remain zero I can't no I don't think anyone can change that right because if you're a person with zero credits and you do you do nothing in the 22 23 season to get a credit or someone doesn't give you a credit because they transfer their ticket to you who's an existing member and so on and so forth then I don't know what could change for that person for someone who's on zero I don't know maybe the club introduce something whereby you know they give someone a, you know, the people who are on zero credits only they get balloted for something who knows I don't know what they're thinking you know um but the reason for the ballot and stuff like that is because of you have an oversubscription of members who are on zero credits because the club keeps on again flashy glitzy copy image can they stop selling them because it's just like money making 30 pounds for a membership and then nobody's getting anything except for a little bit of a discount on so on on the store like it's like that's it that's just that it's a money spinner then the club surely is at fault for that as well because they're making it increasingly difficult for people who've been stuck on zero credits for so many years and you're adding 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 to a a pen of people and then making it more and more increasingly difficult. The club has to have some kind of accountability. They do. They 100% do. They are fully, uh, they should hold the accountability and the complicitness in respect to how we got to where we are. They designed the original system, which people have flaunted. They have also then carried on, as I said, a glitzy glamour crop image and sold memberships to people. And they keep on doing that. They keep on doing that. At some point, they have to stop selling memberships for a while, at least to correct this situation. They have to. It does get raised in the calls, in the meetings with the club, yes. by the way, about membership, doesn't it? It's not something that just suddenly, you know, no one ever mentions it. Of course they do, because that's half the problem. 
you keep on selling them, people will keep on buying them because they believe that, you know, they just might get a chance. So being because, sold a fantasy. Well, instead of being sold a, whole, a hospitality um, single match day ticket, which has changed in price from where it was in 1617 when the concept first started as the main stand opened, so the new main stand opened to where we are now, there's been almost nearly 100% sometimes increases in those prices. So something that used to be 120 quid is 250 quid now. Or something that used to be 250 quid is 350 to 400 pounds now. Something that used to be 350 pounds to 400 pounds now is 500, 600, 700 pounds. Yeah. It's just ridiculous, right? So the hospitality side has been more than truly battered. You want to see change in ticket price inflation? Go and look at the hospitality single day, single match day as to how much it's changed. And, and if you're somebody's coming from an international perspective, you know, it's already fucking painful. It's part of my French. It's painful because you've got the ticket, you've got the accommodation and everything else to go with it. And then you've got the cost of the ticket. And the ticket cost is high. In, you know, it's, 20, it's 10 times more some, in some cases, um, if not 15, 20 times more than what somebody paid to sit on the cop. Now you know why the people have the desire to go to speak to someone who's a member on 19 credits or got the 13 plus and go, yeah, hey, mate, can you do me a favor? Have you got any spare? That's where that whole thing comes from as well. You know, just to help, genuinely, like most people don't help, they kind of help their mates, right? Let's be fair about this. But we just have a lot of people who don't help their mates. They just want to help line their pockets. That's the sad part. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like a, a, a side income. Right, having that. I know you're really pressed for time. Um, really, really enjoyed our chat. Before you go, is there anything you kind of, you know, your, your lasting words on this, anything what people should read, um, just your final thoughts on, on the whole situation? Because again, I think both you and Dave have brought a lot of balance to this because I think when you look at social media, it kind of looked like to me, like, oh, people are being forced out. Yeah, the, and, the biggest know, thing is, yeah, it's the biggest thing is every, there seems to be this thinking that it's just over one season that they've been looking at what this problem is. The problem's been there for a long, long time. A long time. Sadly, last season just showed how bad it could be. It's much worse than how people thought it would be, especially the numbers. Like the numbers are so fucking damning in respect to, you know, the level of transfers. There's only a few certain matches they had over 20,000 people transferring tickets. Over 20,000. Let that register, folks. Over, you know, nearly 20, over, so over 20,000 people in a 54,000 stadium are people who had a ticket transferred to them. So the original buyer was never intended, just didn't go for whatever reason. And all 20,000 wouldn't be a legitimate reason of not going, I, you know, they had COVID, they were sick, this happened, that happened. 1%, 10% maybe at a push, all 20 plus thousand of them? I don't think so, mate. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a huge, huge number, you know, quite shocking actually. Yeah, yeah um, it's much and it's much worse for us than it is in respect to other clubs. That's what the club found out. Oh, okay. So there's been some, some 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 analysis against other clubs. <laughs> yeah, they did well. some sleuthing and analysis with other clubs. Yeah. Well, to you see know, whether it was. Well, it's a definitely an evidence based decision. Then you know, really, really, um, you know, um, uh, compared and did everything from from the club perspective. So, guys, um. First of all, I have to thank Harinda for that. Harinda, thank you so much for coming on. No problem. No, it's not a problem. Um, as I said, like the club ain't innocent in all of this. So don't take it my support of, of change being like, oh yeah, it's you know, only the club, etc. The club fucked up well and truly in regards to how the system's been implemented over the years. They, they can't get away from that. And the club have also fucked up in the fact that they haven't 
clamp down on it sooner um, or made things more difficult. But then the clamp, the club also needs to realise where they're complicit and continually selling the dream in inverted commas. That's never going to come true for people. Yeah. I, th- I think that's fair, Harinda. I think that's fair, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed that. A massive thank you to Harinda again, and um, of course, Dave on the on part one on the podcast. But um, Harinda, before I let you go, where can people find you on social media? Um, any plugs <laughs> you like to do? <laughs> um, you'll find me whenever people tweet me or when I'm taking the piss out of Trevor Downey. Really. Um, <laughs> so, yep, Harinda nineteen seventy seven on Twitter and. Uh, nothing much has changed there um what am i doing not a lot i really do need to organize the desi that happens yes, prior please. to the the season starting um maybe do that in line next week with the community shield aka vegetali because it doesn't look let's be anyone who's been to an indian restaurant and had a veg or non-vegetali the community shield just looks like the kind of thing that they give the platter but they come bring you the dishes in it's got all yeah. the little hole little circles around it you're expecting eight to ten different dishes and something else splattered across the middle yep absolutely i can um, 100% relate we'll never ever look at the community shield the same again we've all got I, well, I don't. If you're South I, Asian, yep. yeah. so yeah <laughs> indeed um and then obviously we start a season with the match against fulham so yeah so I'll, I'll set something up get the usuals on take the piss out of life and people Abs- absolutely look forward to that right guys uh thank you so much for listening i hope you found both part one and part two really informative and educational i certainly have it's good to get the balance on both sides of things. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Take care. Till next time, up the Reds. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.